This week's episode is brought to you by Colt 45 and Bananas, Breakfast of Champions. Hey, what's going on? This is Tay, the former co-host of Keep It Basement with the Sweens. I see the boy Sweens done blew up without me. You are tuned in to Keep It Basement and Keep It Locked here. Yeah. More fire. Come on, man. I'm too Hollywood for this podcast. Yeah, I heard you tried to get bitches to the crib. That didn't work, obviously. And then your bum-ass intern, very unreliable and unprofessional. <laughs> keep it, keep, keep, keep it basement, man. What, keep it, what radio? It's basement radio. Keep it basement? Put it down with Mike Sweeney. Mike Sweeney, keep it basement, the idiot. What's going on? This is Mike Sweeney. What's up, homie? Do you want me to shout out Mike Sweeney? Or, or what are you, Jewish? Uh, no, I'm actually not. No, I'm not Jewish. Would it be better if, uh, well, if I told you I was Jewish? Oh, no, you're a white kid, right? Yeah, white. Well, yeah, I'm white. Oh, no, I'm just trying to Sweeney. I know some people. All right, so basically, you want me to shout out Keep It Basement, right? We in the building. Still keep It Basement? Yeah. Keep It what? Like, keep it, like, keep it in the house. Keep It, yeah. keep it Basement. Yes. And what, what's your name, you guys? My name. Kevin Sweeney. Mike Sweeney. But that was so cool. Oh, man. How did I get that wrong? Nikki Paris, and you're listening to Keep a Basement Radio. Don't go anywhere, bitch. And you keep doing you. What the fuck is this? My ex was a gamer. Right. <laughs> did she get jumped in or did she get, or did she get trained in? Like, I'm like, and you couldn't ask her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what do you do for me? How was that your girlfriend then? She was getting all that cryptic. <laughs> Did she crip walk on you? Uh, That's not so bad. Okay, bro, thanks. Know the- oh, wow, yeah. It's <laughs> marginal. You know what's crazy? A lot of white people never think big, big picture as black people do. Uh, I like hip-hop culture. I feel like I'm part of hip-hop culture, but I don't know where I stand, and I feel weird about it. He's like, you should. Like, I'm like, marginal. All right, Sweeney, I'm going to see you later. Stay black, That's not so bad. There we have it, folks. Keep it, <laughs> Keep it basement podcast. Time to make my move. Sweet taste of victory like Opus Mutani. Damn, that shit was dope. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Keep it basement with the Sweens. My co-hosts Alex Nicholas and Tom Zappia. Uh, shout out to Andrew Schultz. Uh, good time. Great interview. A lot of content. We touch on a lot of stuff. Uh, shout out to him. Shout out to the Stress Factory Comedy Club for allowing me to do the interview there. In this episode, it's me and Tom Zappia interviewing Schultz. Uh, no Alex Nicholas, but he was on stage I'm seeing, so shout out to Alex Nicholas. And also, the Ray J joke went big. Ray J's dick. Schultz liked it and talked about it as well. Great set by all comedians there. And shout out to everyone in attendance. Uh, yeah, let's get into it. I'll talk about a little bit about the episode briefly. Um, then we'll play the interview. Schultz actually remembered me. Um, I interviewed him a few years back, and we talked about like women, uh, comedy, starting up comedy, just a bunch of stuff. We talked about like his process and uh, anticipatory anxiety, and uh, he remembered me from like the porn stuff. I interviewed porn stars, and I kind of put him in a video as well. I had a TV show, and uh, it was a local TV show, and I would put my porn interviews up on YouTube and on TV uh, late at night, obviously, because it was a lot of X-rated stuff. Tried to keep it as 
PG-13 as possible. It's very hard sometimes when you talk about vaginas and penises. So I had the Schultz interview in one, and along with Alexis Texas, a porn star, and it was the highest rated uh, episode on the TV show, I guess because it incorporated comedy and hip-hop, and also we talked a lot about how to get laid and stuff like that. And yeah, i just uh, been a fan of Schultz, been a fan of his podcast, Brilliant Idiots, been a fan since MTV Guy Code, and I see what he does now on social media, and it's really uh, interesting. It's really inspiring and motivating for any creator out there because he just creates and puts it out there. He doesn't give a fuck about the industry. He doesn't care about like comedy clubs or being fucking blue balled in the industry, uh, not being able to get a special, not being able to get a TV spot, stuff like that. He just does what he does and he keeps putting out content. He remains consistent. So the consistency is a great thing because you always have to keep it consistent uh, to get successful in anything you want to do and you get better at it. It's like a muscle. You just keep working it. So I look at Schultz, whether it be like comedy or podcasting, and I see his work ethic and what he puts brings to the table. And in a way, it's inspiring. And uh, other comedians or entertainers should take a look at this blueprint because it's very interesting. I know a lot of comedians have the mindset of not doing certain things on social media. But if you're putting your content out there and it's getting exposure and you're getting more uh, revenue from it, more listens, more views, more money. I mean, that's a win, you know, and you're doing what you love. In this interview, we touch on a lot of shit. Uh, mainly, we talk about the uh, Joe Budden podcast beef. Uh, Rory Beef, a member of the Joe Budden podcast. I wanted to bring something up. Um, it was hard to exactly, like, we could have talked to Schultz for like two hours if we wanted to, but he had to go up on stage and we wanted to respect his time and privacy, you know? So, like, he would be perfect for this podcast because, like, literally, like, we would talk for shit, for shit about, like, for hours uh, if we were able to have him for that amount of time. But, like, literally, me and Zappiich and uh, Nicholas, Alex and Nicholas, we would talk to him about a bunch of shit. Mainly the podcast stuff, the Joe Budden beef, Charlemagne beef. What I was meaning to say in the interview was basically like Rory and Mal, like they are there. They do their podcast. They get tons of views. Um, they talk about hip hop and they're important for the culture of hip hop. So like in a way, they are doing what they love and doing their shit. And what I meant in the Schultz interview was mainly like it's very hard to break into radio now and media. It's about like who you know and how hard you work and a little bit of luck. And with podcasting, any Joe Schmo could do it. So. That's the great thing about it. I mean, obviously, you know, it's saturated. There's so many podcasts out there to listen to. You could sit at your desk all day at work and listen to like 100 podcasts throughout the day and from 9 to 5. Um, there's so many podcasts out there, but it's an opportunity to have a voice. And a lot of the times the podcast becomes successful because of the consistency and how many times you do it. And it takes years. It doesn't happen overnight. And other times the guy's already famous. Like he puts out a podcast. There's already going to be millions of listeners because the guy's fucking famous. You know what I'm saying? So with these podcasts, Brilliant Idiots and Joe Budden Podcast, these are two top-tier podcasts in hip-hop and entertainment and comedy, and it's like a lifestyle. So they were going at it a little bit. There's like some type of beef going on. Maybe it's manufactured. Stay woke just to you know get the, these podcasts to another level, even though they're top level. Maybe this beef is just all phony and fake like rap beef to get more uh, sales and more views. I'm just playing. Also wanted to point out about the remarks about like being white and hip-hop. Uh, Charlemagne said it, I think, on an interview in a breakfast club. Might have touched on on the podcast as well. Schultz said he was kind of pretty much kidding about it, but Charlemagne said like he doesn't even want to get he doesn't even give a fuck what white people think. Like he doesn't want to hear any white people talk about hip hop and the culture. And I understand where he's coming from if he's serious. Being white and hip hop's tough, like because like you're already the odd man out. No one gives a shit about you. Like Charlemagne just said, like if he doesn't want to hear your opinion, just having a career in that seems tough. If you're in the hip hop culture and you're a white guy, that's what I was referring to. I wasn't necessarily talking about like with Schultz. We discussed a little bit the Beastie Boys, Machine Gun Kelly, Eminem. I know that you can make it as a white artist, yes, easily. Uh, there's obviously a lot of people who like that, like college kids and shit and, you know, mainstream people because uh, p 
people who are white artists that they, they they succeed very well a lot of the time. But how about being like a media personality or someone behind the scenes, like a Rory, like a Rosenberg, like a Rude Jude? You know, I'm just naming some white people in the culture of hip hop, like Drewski, because I had a radio show at the time uh, a couple of years ago, and I was looking and I was seeing like I'm, my passions are hip hop and comedy, so. I was looking at that and I was seeing, you know, it's definitely tough to be a white guy and break into the industry. It's crazy because you'll look, you're looked at as like an outcast in a way because it's primarily a black culture, obviously, in hip hop. But at the same time, you could respect that black culture and also be a fan of it and hip hop. So there's like very interesting when people say that because I don't know, like I feel like the music's very powerful and it's able to uh, influence people. Like I'm definitely influenced by hip hop and I'm definitely influenced by comedy. So it's like my passions, me being who I am. I just love the culture and I love the entertainment factor. But yeah, that's what I meant with that point. And, uh, also talk about comedy, you know, how it's changing and already has and how he's doing at the forefront of it, doing it for the people without the corporate side. He praises the Internet and what it can do for comedy. Schultz squashes brilliant idiot rumors and gives his insight on several topics. Key takeaway, if you're putting out quality content, your fans will always fuck with you and you'll always be able to sell out shows and be successful. And the opportunities will come to you without going to the industry side. So without further ado, here it is. Keep it basement.
Thank <laughs> you. 
Thank you. 